This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. is Danny Schill. And I'm Dan Muller. And we host the podcast We Book Celebrities. We book all kinds of celebrities, even though we're not that great at it. But we've had some success. Glenn Danzig, for instance. Yeah, you guys know. We've also had DJ Khaled. You can see the blessings in my house, my family, my musical garden, and Florida. Oh, wow. That's the end of the expert. Tanya Harding, Steven Seagal, and Meatloaf. Dick Cheney always says, one of my best friends. You and Dick, huh? Oh, yeah. I was there when he shot that guy in the face. I had to run off because I had priors. But Yeah. So please listen to We Book Celebrities on the Machine Culture Network. <laughs> Martha Reddick, and I'm the host of the podcast Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. Each week on Chronicles of Nannia, I'm joined by a guest to discuss topics related to nannying. From how to build the perfect fort to how to legally pay your taxes, we cover it all. If you've ever accidentally told your friend, I need to potty, this podcast is for you. See you on the playground. Don't impress me much So you got the brains But have you got the touch Now don't give me the Hey Perry, uh, checking in this week Life on the road Right Thank you, Sam Hell
broad next to me. Woo! What's your name? Uh, Mary Nevohovsky. Yeah, we are, uh... Woo, sorry about that, listeners. Didn't mean to just cop up a storm there. No, that, I, I wanted that bath, and it was intentional. Yeah. You know, it makes it, like, raw and cool. Yeah, Dave just released a bunch of anthrax into the air at that moment, so... Yeah. What would you rather do, uh, listen to the band Anthrax or get Anthrax? <laughs> oh, wow, that is a tough proposition to deal with. Uh, that song we were just listening to was called I Live in a Van by Afro Man. Hell yeah, and it's, uh, you know, right now I feel a lot like Afro Man feels in that song, because we are currently on the road, yeah. on the road again. On the open road, uh... <laughs> we're driving through Defiance County, Ohio at the moment. Yeah, we are, uh, we are coming from, uh, Indianapolis, we're headed to Detroit. Detroit! Uh, we were just in Indianapolis. Mary had a, uh, a conference that she went to. I did uh, some comedy. Um, and now we're headed to uh, Detroit for our uh, unborn daughter's baby shower. And boy, are we unprepared to have a child right now. Whew. You think we're unprepared? We're pretty behind. I'm on a bunch of mommy Facebook blogs, and, like, everybody on there is, like, painted a nursery, set everything up. We've got, like, a—I mean, we emptied the room, you know. We've got, like, a pile of dirt in there right <laughs> we now. Yeah, we didn't quite empty the room. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. We got most of the shit out of the room. If you don't—if you're a first-time listener— First-time you know, caller. First-time caller. Uh, Dave Metz, a.k.a. my husband— Thank you. A.K.A. Lake Superior. Uh, <laughs> he, he might be a hoarder. Yeah, I am a hoarder, and I really am trying to break myself of it, though. You know, uh, throwing away uh, all of the stuff to make room for our daughter's room, because we had another room in, in, in our apartment, and it was supposed to be a quote-unquote office, but what it actually was was a quote-unquote closet where we just threw shit we didn't want to look at it anymore. And as a hoarder, it's very comforting, especially in a big city like Chicago, to be able to have that sort of space. A dirt room. A dirt room, yes, exactly, a dirt room. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I grew up with a basement, you know, and, it, well, and, and the basement I grew up with was just a, a concrete floor with a metal pole in it. Do you know right. what I mean? Right now we're, we're trying to be a little more like Afro Man, you know, yeah. have all of our possessions in the back of our Chevrolet van. Yeah. Now, okay, so what do you know about Afro Man? I'm curious what you know about him. Because I know a lot about Afro okay, Man. Okay, I don't know a lot about Afro Man, and since I'm, you know, eight months pregnant and behind the wheel, naturally... Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot even do any of, like, my typical research for this stuff. Uh, all I know is that he also penned the uh, Great American track, uh, how I, you know, the... If you really know it. Yeah, because I got high, because, because I, I got, got high, high, because I got high. That da, 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 da. Yeah. So, <clears throat> shit's catchy. This song is so simple. Yes. It's unbelievable. The lyrics are simple. Dave and I were like, we could make this track, except we don't have talent. That's what's really holding us back. I know, I know. Uh, Afro Man is a, a guy that he has enough talent and enough skills at, like, do you know what I mean? Like, enough rapping skill, just enough. Do you know what I mean? Is His Afro Man a, so smooth. Yeah, he's got a good voice. That's kind of yeah, what it yeah. comes down to. Because he is not a good rapper. You would <laughs> no. never say Afro Man is a good rapper. But I live in the back of a Chevrolet van. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't even... My name is Afro Man. <laughs> that's, the, that's the chorus to a song, like, ten years into his career. Yeah. My name is Afro Man. It's like, 
Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> that's all you can come up with. So Afro Man is, uh, he's got, uh, you know, he's an internet rapper, which he calls himself in this song, which I do appreciate. Um, the internet is what made Afro Man. That's what, uh, because I got high, that's how he got around. Um, what's really interesting about that song, to me at least, is uh, because Afro Man recorded that by himself, there's like another voice it's going like doing stuff like that what son what up son that's just him this is afro man talking to himself that's hilarious to me I yeah think, i love it i just think of afro man like in his bedroom just like over the computer just doing that shit um which is tight he's from palmdale california um and he then at some point moved to hadesburg mississippi which is very unclear as to why he did that from the desert to the south exactly the deep south I mean, Hadesburg is where the University of Southern Mississippi is, to let you know how south Hadesburg is. Yeah. Um, so he moves there, starts releasing rap songs over the internet, and then at some point decides, I'm going to become a born-again Christian. And then he does, and then, just like Bob Dylan, he let it go. Um, and then he just starts playing guitar, and then he's, now he's got a rock and roll band. And uh, as the front man of his rock and roll band recently had a show, he, he, I believe he kicked a woman in the face, and that case is uh, ongoing. Uh, do we have a reason for the face kick, or...? I think she was getting up in his shit, man. Yeah. Which is really funny, because this song is just all about these, like, these gigs that Afro Man plays, which he's very modest in his description of them. He's like, yeah, you know, I live in a van, I drive through a... Sh- bar show. He looks like a comedian, basically. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Afro Man kicks woman. Let's see what Google... Ooh, we're going to pass Independence Dam soon. Oh, no, he punches a woman. Oh, Independence Dam. Hey, you want to pull over, see the sights in Ohio? Ohio! Yeah, we got this. Chats, Marvel, uh, plant... Dahmersville, love that place. Alright, so we've got Afro Man is on stage here with his rock and roll man. Okay. He's trying to play a guitar solo. Hi <laughs> on the road, Mary. Alright, sorry. Oh shit! Okay. I'm riding a vehicle, and and our, our audience members are listening to audio. So why don't you why don't you really describe set, set the scene for us? Okay, so basically what we just saw is Afro Man is up on stage where he is dressed like Jimi Hendrix or Muddy Waters. It's hard to tell. He's wearing like a vest and like a suit, and uh, uh, he uh, a woman is just on stage in the background. And maybe she was being annoying. Maybe she was tapping on the shoulder. I don't know. But at some point, Afro Man turns around mid-guitar solo and, like, roundhouse punches her in the face. And, like, I mean, it's pretty... I'm going to watch it again. She walks up on the stage. She's kind of drinking her drink. She's very, obviously, intoxicated. People are pointing at her. She's dancing. Oh, she's, like, grinding on him. Oh, my God. She was, like, booty grinding him. And then he punched her. And then he just goes on and plays his guitar solo. Uh, <coughs> Afro Man doesn't like to share the spotlight. And somebody, one of the commenters wrote, I think that was his greatest hit ever. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't like to laugh uh, at uh, men punching women, but... I won't laugh at it at all. No. Well, 
We got a whole playlist for for our listeners, don't we? Or is this just the uh, the, the Afro? <laughs> Impress me with music, the Afro Man story. Well, yeah, yeah, this is getting a little too. This is more press than Afro Man needs. But, uh, Afro Man, you punched a woman that was wrong. Uh, it's a good thing you apologized. She was just trying to grind her booty on you. She heard the song I Live in a Van, and she's like, I can get with this Afro Man. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, moving forward. Moving forward, here's our next song. special and then they literally say the same shit that is in every hood do you know what i mean like yeah. my hood's got food yours don't 
It's like, yeah, well, we, have, we all got decent restaurants. Well, well I don't... got hoes. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's more along the lines of, like, my hood's got hoes. Fine, women's that's fair. Maybe they just have the food. Food, yeah. I, yeah, not, we're not all from uh, the north suburbs of Chicago, Mary. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my hood's got Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, my hood's just like yours. You know we got a Chipotle. Uh, we got a, uh, I don't know. That's about it. Yeah, well, that bit oh, went away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hot riff. Let's put that song back on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love this song. I love this song. I don't know. I don't know anything about J.K. the Reaper, but I, I really love this track. Um, I like his flow a lot. I'm trying to think what school of rappers he reminds me of. It's not exactly Earl. You know what I... There's I, moments he kind of like a Chance meets an Earl sweatshirt meets a... I, I don't know. He's got a... He's kind of got his own sound. I, I like it. Well, you know what this makes me think of? So I was reading about um, uh, Post Malone, the rapper Post Malone the other day, and uh, it was described as being... Um, uh, something called cloud rap, which is a term that I never heard. So cloud rap refers to a form of hip-hop whose, and I'm reading from Google here, whose distinguishing features include ethereal dreamlike beats with which often use wordless vocal samples wherein singers harmonize or hold long notes to produce a majestic effect and abstract and sometimes deliberately absurd lyrics. And I wouldn't say J.K. the Reaper is like the foremost cloud rap person. There's definitely, like, more ethereal rappers than him, but the fact where it is, like, this sort of beat-driven, um, I don't know, it's, like, snotty. I find the lyrical content of Cloud Rap to be snotty. It's these young internet rappers, you know? They're, like, a little bit snottier than the generation of rappers uh, Well, I think there's different categories of internet rapper, because there's some internet rappers that are just... Snotty's not the word. Barely literate would be more... Uh, they, they, they don't have a... Their rap vocabulary isn't even enough. Like, I, I couldn't call them snotty. Oh, sure, like like a Playboy Cardi or like a right. little Yachty, right, where it's like, right. what are you, do you even know what you're doing? Yeah, like, I don't know if, if they know enough words to be snotty or to, like, really p- pack a punch in terms of pack a real diss. Well, but that's the thing, right? With a lot of these cloud rappers, is I don't think that they're, the content of their rap is really all that important. It's really more about the beat, and they're just sort of curating the beat. Yeah, but he's flexing some good lines on top yes, of that. Yes, and I will say this. J.K. the Reaper is a way better rapper than all the people that we listed. There's really no comparison. Right. Uh, that song is good. Drinking out of the fountain of youth, you know, he's trying to trying to stay young forever. Um, I like that. Like it's, I a, like, it's an interesting track, too, for, like, an internet star, pretty much. Yeah. It's an and, interesting idea, a good, interesting thing for him to tackle. Well... And, and I, I was looking at some of his mixtape covers, too, and it immediately made me think about um, that Lil Yachty line in the Chance Rapper song where he goes, am I the only one who really cares about cover art? And it's like, no, you're the only one getting being put on right now that cares about cover art. There's a lot of rappers out there that are meticulous about, you know, sort of their brand and their image. And J.K. the Reaper is one of them. I mean, he has some pretty interesting-looking shit out there. Right. But Lil Yachty is all aesthetic, and his aesthetic is all, like, very much teen. He's just, like... Teen millennial wave, like, fucking... He's he's riding... He's riding that, like, mermaid daydream shit that was super pumping, like, a few years ago. Sure. Um, and I will say this, too. As weird as it can get on the internet, it does often make me think of uh, Marilyn Manson a little bit. Because I think Marilyn Manson... Everyone, like, was like, he's so weird, and uh, he's so satanic and everything, and it's like, 
Yeah, but he's still getting played on pop radio stations. Do you know what I mean? Lil Yachty is not that weird. Lil Yachty is everywhere. You know, Lil Yachty does, is in a Sprite commercial. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it gets way weirder and way more artistic than that. For sure. All right, well. Um, these are, by the way, like, we didn't really attach a theme to this playlist. These are just tracks we've been digging. And I think I think we're we're trying to kind of loosen it up, especially as we're uh, we're nearing uh, the birth of our chillin'. Yeah, we're uh, yeah. a baby numero uno that we're adding to the clan. Yeah, one out of a hundred, I hope. Yeah, we're gonna have one hundred children. Is uh, yeah. I hope to never walk again. Really, is what I'm saying. Oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a while since we put out an episode, you know, and. Uh, you know, not everything has to have a theme, man. But these, this is what we've been digging. This is yeah. So this next song, we tried to put this on our wedding playlist, but uh, you'll uh, see obviously why. Oh, why? 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 Able to. Sorry, uh, the recorder got moved around a bunch uh, during the playing of that track. Uh, Mary, I believe this was your find. <coughs> this was. I think this popped up on a Discover playlist a couple months ago. And I just really dig this song. Um, I love his voice. And I love I love the beat in the back. It's like, it's sexy. It's fun. I just, I enjoy it. I don't know. I, I guess I don't have, like I said, I don't have any insights into researching any of these tracks. I just haven't, we listen to so much rap 
it's sometimes we don't get like a good kind of like pop hip hop song in and yeah and I, I don't really actually one of those I dig I would say that <coughs> this definitely has a rap element to it and I'm looking at Wildhood a little bit right now and some of their other uh, you know stuff that they've put out and it, it, it seems like they have done a lot of stuff with rap also and it looks like they may be British and it looks like uh, it's two guys. <laughs> they may be British. They may be British. Uh, we've pulled into a Wendy's parking lot now here. We we have. We've done this for several reasons. Uh, first and foremost. We're in Napoleon, Ohio. First of all, I want to. I say love that. Napoleon, Ohio. Great place. Yeah. A lot of a lot of short men who feel empowered that live here. What are you talking about? There's like no... Napoleon, you know, get it? Oh. I'm doing a fun bit. Sorry, I'm such a. What men... are you talking about? I'm such a men's rights activist, you know. Yeah, Dave get gets to... really, really upset when my misandry comes out. Yeah, misandry, misandry, misandra, misandrage. Isn't it interesting? I must in misandrous are misandrogynous. Get it? Because they look like men. Huh. Uh, that's a good bit I had. <laughs> yeah, Dave's riffing today. Alright, so uh, let's pause. Let's pause real quick. We're going to go in and get some Wendy's and go to the bathroom. Yeah, we got to make serious peas right now. Alright, well, we're back. We are back. We are back from our, our urination time. Um, you know, we, we faced some struggles, but now we're back on the open road and, and we're ready to go. We. We had a small argument, and it was it was my fault. I got mad at Dave for not getting me Wendy's. Yes, but in my defense, Wendy's would have killed our baby. All right, that doesn't... I don't like that. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> okay, so the last track we listened to is Starfucker. I think we just about fucked everything we could out of that yeah. commentary. Not a lot to say. Great song. Listen to it. Love it. Could, I would say put that on, on maybe like a fuck playlist. Yeah. The person you're fucking has a good sense of humor. Yeah. Mary Jane Thurston. If she Thurston, or he, if he, she, <laughs> he or she, if he or she or they or them be Thurston or hen, yeah. then, you know, do it. Go uh, for yeah. it. Hell yeah. All right, well, this next track, this, this, this we'll be playing a lot of new stuff lately. This oh, next song's pretty new. Is this an old one? No, this is new, but this is also new. Ooh, new.
disturb me in my sleep. You know my Z's are for more than all the ABCs and things I make you see might preoccupy your dreams, right? Haven't made a peace since like green light and y'all afraid I might see light and put my hands up like I'm praying for a God to smite. I just need to write you. So siphon through this mic so all my haters fuck off each shit die and subscribe the title. The life of dogma rap. Gone from these gods and cats. I'm raining on you hoes like I'm sitting behind your harness trap. Son, might just black out the map. I write shit that could write the next almanac. Back to back, who the best? Do the man, you can rap. Do not black, who is that? Who this man? What is that? What he doing? Give me that. You can find him in the cut with the Jimmy hat. Been a while since you heard from the Wendy act. Haven't done an interview in like two years. Haven't left home in like two years. Haven't had a drink in like two years. Walking with the gates. Didn't give a fuck for like two years. Follow the prince. You know that I'm about to be king in like two years. Walking with the gates. I'ma show you what I want to. Yeah, handful to come through. You know the ticket ain't golden, boy. with the gates. I'ma show you what you're made of. To my competition laid up. And I'll be the last one standing here. Walking with the gates. I'ma show you what I want to. Yeah, handful to come through. You know the ticket ain't golden, boy. Alright, so that's Wonka. It's by the rapper John Wayne, one word, um, off of, uh, well, basically it was just a single internet release called Wonka. Well, I love this part. I'm gonna, do you mind if I yeah. back up? I make all my beats. I thought you'd know that by now. I'm one of the best rappers. Don't you know that by now? Office is the label. Thought you'd know that by now. They gon' paint me as a savior. Thought you'd know that by now. I'm smarter than your average. Thought you'd know that by now. I'm not afraid of you motherfuckers. Don't you know that by now? Don't you know that by now? Don't you know that by now? I'm not afraid of you motherfuckers. Okay. Oh, you were looking for the part where he talks about stone being on stone stone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I love I love John Wayne. Um, I don't. I'm really not even super familiar with him. I think this is like the second track of his that has sort of like popped up in my periphery lately. I think he's an incredible rapper. Yeah. I, I, the rapping in this song is is definitely. I mean, my favorite. I think maybe of all the tracks we're gonna play. He's so fucking good. He's fast. He's clever. And I don't this, this sort of reminds me, though, of the same cloud rap vibe, but, you know, he's got so much on J.K. Reaper. Like, as much as that last track was, was really tight, this, I mean, he fucking, I, I love, I love this. It's like a weird, it's, it is a diss track. Yeah, it makes me think a lot of uh, Positively Four Street, the Bob Dylan diss song, you know, just be dissing on people, you know. Don't you know that by now? Yeah, um, the thing about John Wayne, he's got a great voice, he's a great rapper, he's tragically faded by not having the look of a rapper. That's, that's honestly, that's his biggest sin. What, what does he look like? Do you have a keep up picture yeah. and describe him? Oh shit, that's right, he's a white dude. Yeah, he's a... Fuck, he is so, he's such a... He reminds me of what my friend Chris Safran Luce used to look like, where he, like, uh... He looks like a tubby LARP player. Yeah, he's got, like, long hair, a beard, uh, like, he's not flashy at all. Like, this actually, this picture specifically is why he makes me think of my buddy Chris, is because he's wearing a sweater with gym shorts. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, he's just like a, he's like, I'm just like a dude. I'm just like some dude, you know. I just happen to be really good at rapping. And I do respect that. Like, I do respect the fact that he's, he's not, like, he doesn't look like, like, um, other rappers. Do you know what I mean? And him being white at this point is not consequential, really, because there's so many white rappers. And, and, and frankly, being a white rapper 
is kind of like being like a white NBA player. Like people are just like more interested in your story. And they're like, so where did you I, come I am, from? I am curious though. Do you have any insight on his story? Do you have you, have you pulled it up? Can you like where? Yeah, he's, he's from. Where's Orange, he from? He's from Orange County. Okay. Um, he uh, La Habra to be specific. Um, he is uh, was a high school football player, but he quit the high school football team to be involved in theater. Um, he uh, was, um, let's see here, he, like a, I think he was like an alcoholic. Interesting. He got clean. Does he make his own beats too? He said that in the song. Because uh, I, I, I do like that beat. That beat is kind of perfect for what he's doing. I'm trying to figure out what it reminds me of. It's when he was rapping, like some of like the speed of his disses, for a second, he kind of gets like a little Eminem to me, but there, but not really, because he's got a, still got his own flow that's that's different than that. But I don't know. I, I really I really love this track. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he is he, he is his own producer, and he always uses um, a 404. So that's interesting. It's just you know as great as that uh, beat is, uh, you know, um, it kind of is like. Uh, Something that could be made Kind of like that Afro Man beat It's like You could make this beat If you're crafty enough And he's obviously a lot craftier than Afro Man But it's like If you're crafty enough And all you got is Afro Man I live in the back of a Chevrolet What is it? Wait, something, something, and drink and brew. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so catchy. Yeah, I would say John Wayne is probably due to put out an album. Oh, he just put out an album this year, which that single was not on called Rap Album 2. So I'm going to check that out. I'm going to kind of see like what's going on with, with yeah, this cat. We could, let, we could also even, uh, listeners, check it out. Yeah, check it out. He's great. What? Right. So, so we've got another another sexy track coming up. We got another uh, sexy Southern California track for you. Hell yeah. Go drink. Chasing them pesos, destroy game day, man. You know how the shit goes. But my demeanor never switch. Cherry red beamer, game bang the fuck out. Red rag around the Nina. No doubt, I'm living it. Been claiming the set since the year they found school innocent. Slang a hard rock when the rap game was ran by Timberlands. The Cortez is back with my strap. Let me put a hole in them. And what's concealed in the black denim? I'm rocking the sleep like a babysitter. I've seen it all. Loyalty, betrayal, envy. Close homie died in my arms. 1200 project units under the sun. Ain't about where you're at, it's about where you're at. Welcome to what's scared you for ya. We ain't scared to run up on ya. You ain't prepared when it go down. You already dead, right about now. Welcome to what's scared you for ya. We ain't scared to run up on ya. If you're prepared when it go down, then you know it's ain't got to be. Okay, so that's Code Red, J-Rock. Uh, that's from 2011, kind of right when Black Hippie came on the scene. Kendrick Lamar, obviously, is the chorus. Um, what do you think? Um, this is a fun track. This is kind of like it makes me... 
reminds me of old school, or at least my idea of old school rap at this point, which was kind of like late 90s, early 2000s stuff. Yeah. I guess it's like the drops of Snoop. This like could, this could be Dre. Well, I'll tell you what's interesting about somebody like a J-Rock is that I remember when I was a kid and, you know, I'm like, what, four years older than you? West Coast rap was new, you know? New York was the legacy rap. Right. L.A. rap was, was new. I mean, and I don't quite remember N.W.A., but I remember Tupac, you know? I remember Snoop Dogg, obviously, uh, Dr. Dre, all those people. And I will say that um, what is kind of interesting is that J-Rock talks about all those people like like their legacy, like their legacy people. It's interesting. It's interesting how it's cycled over. Oh, there's a bus at... Oh, the, my God. The school. A, a school bus has come to a near-complete stop on the highway, which is someone, someone really doesn't care about the kids. Yeah. But what about the kids, Mary? Uh, I don't know. I think the kids probably like that song, too. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a little old. This is about six years old at this point. Um, J-Rock. Okay, so let's talk about the four guys in Black Hippie for a second, because this is a conversation I like to have. So you have J-Rock, okay. you have Absol, Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q. Where would you rank them? Who do you think is the best? Who do you think is the um, best? Kendrick Lamar is number one. Okay. Without a doubt. Um, fuck, it's it's hard to put somebody in number two. In terms of just rappers, I mean, I think I think J Rock's not doing the most interesting shit necessarily. Like Schoolboy Q's doing some interesting stuff with like his beats and production. Yeah. Same with Absol, but I, I feel like if I'm honest with myself, I think J Rock's probably still a better rapper. Sure. And that, straight up than they are. Yeah. And, and so like, does he, you know? Is he doing something as interesting? No. Like, like this song, like I said, it, it very much is like a throwback to, like, West Coast hip-hop. This is like the quintessential West Coast hip-hop track. Of yeah, it's got that, that like, tuba. Yeah, it's, it's, got, it's got that tuba. The only, like, little thing it's got is, like, some little jingle bells on top of it. Yeah. To, like, lighten it up from some other West Coast stuff. Yeah, it's seriously. Still, like, Death Row could have made that beat, right. you know, oh, for 20 sure. years for ago. Sure. It wouldn't it would have fit right in. Yeah, you know? it would have it would have fit right into that, to that thing. I'd say, like, when we talk rappers, I think J-Rock's got to go right under Kendrick. But if we're talking about, you know, like, who's doing something interesting and innovative, I'd say it's like Kendrick, um, Schoolboy Q, Absol, and J Rock. Well, and, and here's, here's let me let me give you mine. So I used to think I would have said Schoolboy Q, Absol, Kendrick, J Rock, but now obviously like Kendrick Lamar is the greatest rapper that's alive. I think it's very hard to dispute that. Um, I mean, he's young, obviously. Like there's rappers like Jay Z's put out more albums, but I, I, can't, I it's hard to go back and even like listen to like the Blueprint now. Now that I've heard. You know, to be a butterfly or Section 80 or something. You know what I mean? Like it's right. Kendrick Lamar's shit was so instantly classic. seems so fucking uh, remedial and childish. Yeah, exactly. I'm Jay Z and I'm the best. Like Jay Z is literally saying nothing. H to the Izzo. And here's the thing, J Rock. So the one thing I will say about all four of those dudes is all four of those dudes. Okay, I I don't know how familiar you are with this. What what happened with Superman in the '90s? But basically, they killed off Superman, and then they gave us four new Supermans, and they were all like, they all had like different. Or no, I'm thinking of Spider-Man. It doesn't matter. It's all nerd shit. The point is. It was Spider-Man, so then you had four new Spider-Mans, and they are all different, okay? The four guys in Black Hippie, they are a new 
gangster rapper. It's new. It's different. These are gangster rappers with the internet. The hallmark of the gangster rappers of the past was how closed their world is. How their world was a street corner. Or their world was a gang or something like that. And now it's like they've artistically bloomed beyond that. They've, They've drawn influence from so many different places. It's not about your bars. It's not about your... Um, you know how hood you are. There's a lot of it, and I will say that all four of the rappers incorporate some element of that. But of the four, J Rock is very clearly the gangster rapper. He he is for sure, and this song sort of spells that out for you. Sure, and I would say when, when after Kendrick Lamar put out um, what was two before Tupac Butterfly, it was um, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, Good Kid, Mad City. So when Good Kid, Mad City came out. Schoolboy Q was interviewed and he said, Kendrick Lamar put my first album to shame and he dropped a classic. So now I got to drop a classic. Right. And so, so then, you know, he puts out, um, um, the one with his, he's wearing this, the sock mask on the front. It's oxymoron, oxymoron. Okay. And it's. Really, it's like it's it's insane how much Schoolboy Q improved in between those two albums. Even though I love the first one, it was it was time for a revamping, you know. Right. Um, but it still can't. It still couldn't touch Kendrick. But then Kendrick came out with Tip of a Butterfly, and, and and there's this kind of arms race going on there, which is really good. And I think Absol and J Rock have not dropped their classic albums yet. I guess that's the point I was trying to make. I don't know. Either they haven't dropped them or they won't drop them, and there's no classic for them to be had, which is, you know, kind of a more negative viewpoint on it. But I don't know. I don't know if, if they've got classics to drop. I want to say Absol does because I like I like what Absol. Oh yeah, is. and he's so unique. And he is so interesting. Unique. He is you know? so he is so interesting. Absol used to uh, text freestyle battle on the internet, which is the thing that I did. Is but Absol had like a debilitating illness that kept him inside. I was just you know white and in the suburbs, so there was no one for me to freestyle rap battle until I was a teen. Like I was still like eighteen, you know. But uh, Absol. Like that's how he cut his teeth, and you know he does have kind of a unique take on it. He's got a lot of wordplay, puns. Absol's got more puns than really interesting much. beats, though. Like really, yeah. really cool samples. I think that's what I like. One of the things I like most about Absol, and while um, while Schoolboy Q also does that, his samples are like a little more poppy and and, and lame. Yeah, he's pushing the envelope. He's pushing the envelope. Some, sometimes some of his stuff here might just like kind of reminds me of like girl talk. And what what was this J J Rag album? Uh, fun. And then we should yeah we we got we have so many cool tracks. Follow me home yeah follow me home is a good gangster rap album. We're we're in Toledo right now. I'm taking Mary to my yeah. So right now we're about to stomp we're about to stomp around Dave's my old my Dave's, old Dave's past the the life he he wants to hide from me. Yes. But I'm uh, yeah I'm excited to see where Dave grew up. But now let's check out this next Come track. On, it is. I didn't grow up in Toledo. I just lived here for a little while. Oh, well, whatever, you know. I know you didn't grow up in Toledo.
during this part because the part I think that we love about the song is the Kendrick part as well. Oh, yeah. Not that this part isn't good, but I don't want to focus on this part too much. This part's not good. Yeah, it's like Cruising Biscayne. Rick James, 33 Chains. Okay. I like the Biscayne part because we're like, you know, reminds me of Miami days, but. Yes. Miley That's Mask Off Remix featuring Kendrick Lamar uh, by Future. I think that was the first song of the summer. I went. I think it went Mask Off, Despacito, Bodak Yellow. <laughs> yeah. That, those are the three songs. Yeah, what, a, what, a goofy, uh, what a goofy playlist if we were to just look at the top hits. I, I love... Uh, so this song is ultimately, I mean, compared to like, you know... John Wayne and all the other like this is this is ultimately a stupid fucking song. Uh, you think the, so? The chorus is Percocet, Molly Percocet. Sure. Chase a chase a what was chase it? Chase a chick, never chase, chase a bitch. Never chase a bitch. Something and then yeah. changes to th- never chase no thought. I mean, it's an ignorant song. It's super ignorant. Okay, but. I love uh, I love Kendrick's verse. Every time we listen to this, Kendrick when Kendrick's verse kicks in, and it's not even my favorite Kendrick verse of all time, but because the beat is so fucking catchy, and, and even though I know the song is stupid as shit, it's so catchy. I uh, I love I love uh, I love the Kendrick verse so much. Yeah, it's great, and uh, Future uh, is good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like- yeah, yeah. Future Future can carry can carry it. Yeah, and, and honestly, Future does have, um, what's the way to put this? Future does have a way of uh, curating sort of an interesting song when the whole package is complete, do you know what I mean? Uh, Future is not a good rapper, and he's not original by any stretch of the imagination. It's kind of like, I, I don't know if you remember, um... When uh, the on the Simpsons, when Homer was uh, Max Payne, I think was <laughs> no, it was Max. Uh, I don't remember. Let's assume it was Max Payne. It wasn't. But he's like, there are three ways to do the three ways to do things: the right way, the wrong way, and the Max Payne way. And then someone goes, isn't that the wrong way? He goes, yes, but faster. Okay, that's what future is. Future is just what's going on everywhere, but faster. Yeah, I mean, future, like you said, cur- curate is a good word for it. 
I mean, Future, Future's like a, got a pop ability to him. Yeah. Like, a, he's like a, the pop star of rap stars. You know who gave him the name Future? Fun who? fact, Andre 3000. Future was the young rat of the Dungeon family. The uh, He was the runt of the litter. He was their little bow-wow. Um, the Dungeon Family was the uh, basement recording studio that the uh, all the uh, a lot of very important early Atlanta rappers came out of there. I got this guy just walking and rapping yeah. right now, by the way. Yeah, we're in Toledo right now, and I I it feels like I lived here for 20 years, but I was only here for a year. Yeah, Dave, Dave did not grow up here, and I feel like sometimes I come off like an asshole on this podcast, and I just like to say. I love Dave Metz more than anything. Oh, I love you. I like to pander. I want to pander a little bit. Pandering to me. I'm pandering to you. I'm pandering to our to our listenership, whoever they may be. Oh, that's very sweet. All all twelve to thirty of them. Um, And uh, yeah, so we're we're kind of rolling through. It's a dark, rainy day. We're driving in our dirty ass Honda Civic. Toledo is... beautiful Toledo. There's a rallies. There's a family video. Yeah. I mean, so we are... People probably would take Molly and Percocet here together. Yeah. I don't think... Molly probably just got to Toledo. I knew, like, every drug dealer in Toledo. I don't know how much Molly was going on back in the day. But now, probably, this place is... uh, I mean, this is a fucked up little town. I don't know if you've you've been here before, but it's... uh, I don't know. This is a little rough. This is a little rough, rough side of the Midwest. This is a, not the not the friendly part. Although they do have a AAA ball team here, I will say that they and a AAA hockey team. So there's enough money here to support that. But it's a little shit town. We're about an hour south of Detroit. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say anything about Toledo. Life Jennings is from here. Um, who was that feminist writer that was married to uh, that actor's dad? I know this is. The guy, I think it was, it was the Batman guy. What was his name? Who played Batman? Christian Bale? Mm-hmm. His dad was married to a really feminist writer, a famous feminist writer who's from Toledo. Those are the only two people I know from Toledo. Oh, and Katie Holmes, the lady that's married to Tom Cruise. Huh, well, that she got out of that, you know? Yeah. Good for all of them. That was a rough road. Well, either way, mask off. I'm sure most of your listeners probably know this track. Yeah, let's not spend any more time on it. We don't need to spend too much time on it. I mean, it's a fun, it's a fun song. We, we love the chorus. Alright, so this is another song we discovered though after listening to Mask Off because it has a Kedrick feature, so let's listen to this. Jersey. Where's Hardy B from? Bronx. 
a rich kid. Maplewood, which is where, uh, hold on. Niggas lose their mind for it, wine for it, dine for it. Pussy. Spend time for it, see no color line for it. Pussy. Double back handicap and go blind for it. Pussy got in this prison, a pussy always preventing her. Pussy is calculating, a pussy is resident. Pussy can be so facetious, the heavyweight champ. Pussy is so undefeated, that's amen to that. I mean, the fun fakes on the Facebooks and screw face when they look for get you know pussy. I mean, the fake chains and the code names for insecure go reassure you not to get pussy. Not you get overcompensate too much for the pussy. You like the door, kind of shape for the pussy. See, that's what pussy Pussy niggas do. I know the ways of a pussy. I see pussy looking at you. How many niggas get mistaken for clitoris in a day? How many? All right. So the song is called "Doves in the Wind" by SZA featuring Kendrick Lamar. Should it be called Pussy? Yes. And there is another song coming up on this playlist that does have pussy in the name. Um, yeah, so I love that it's called Doves in the Wind. I actually did not even know the name of this track. I wonder, that's got to be like a Forrest Gump quote or something. Once you told me it was called Doves in the Wind, I just, I made one of those jerk-off motions with my yeah. hand. Well, um, <laughs> interesting thing about SZA, uh, she was raised Orthodox Muslim. She wore a hijab when she was a kid. Continues to practice Islam. Um, which is just interesting because she, like, you know, talks a lot about pussy. And, you know, that's weird. I don't know. There's something kind of empowering about rapping about pussy as a female, I think, though. I agree with you, but I think I that think there's I, something think... unempowering about practicing a religion in any way, shape, or form. Sure. It's, it's interesting that she's Muslim and she's kind of, like, pushing the boundaries with this rap because you've got a lot of rappers are constantly rapping about like sex and who they're fucking and their dicks and yeah, yeah, exactly. dicks and shit and so this is actually like a very very sexy track it is a sexy track um and like good on there's a lot of like ladies coming out of the east coast right now who are getting a lot of attention and uh, I think that's pretty sweet I mean Cardi B obviously everybody knows Bodak Yellow but SZA and even just like some of the ladies that have come up in last years, a lot of East Coasters, um, Angel Hayes, or is she Chicago? Angel Hayes is from Detroit. No, oh shit, Angel, Angel Hayes. But she came, last. she came up in, 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 in She came up in New, New York. York though, right? She yeah. recorded in New York. I mean, same with Azalea Banks. Yeah. Um, a lot of these interesting. Krayshawn's from Oakland, though. Krayshawn's from Oakland. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, right. I'm, I'm joking. I know. Dave, Dave's, got, right Dave's got a crush on Krayshawn. Yeah. Um, of, okay, she's the least talented of all the ladies mentioned. So Krayshawn hasn't put shit out forever. She, she doesn't really deserve being a part of the conversation. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, there is definitely. And you know, I think obviously Nicki Minaj is somewhat responsible for it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Nicki Minaj is is, is an incredible rapper, and t- typically, the female rapper that gets put front and center is Eye Candy. And Nicki Minaj is lucky enough to be, to be blessed with both things. Do you right. know what I mean? Because there have been great female rappers in the past. There was this girl like uh, what's her name? It was like China White, and she was. Uh, she was uh, Can I get a what what She was the, like the rapper on that uh, song Where'd she go Do you know what I mean Like Right Lil' Kim is fine She's okay 
will kill Eve is okay. Eve's okay. I mean, Missy Elliott's amazing. Missy Elliott is great. Missy Elliott is a great, you know. But she, Missy Elliott was so good. Yeah, she, 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 she transcends, though. Do you know what I mean? She transcends male, female. She's just a, she's a fucking icon of, of hip-hop and, and just will. Yeah, but I mean, and Missy Elliott had to work way harder than a lot of people. I mean, I, I was reading some story a while ago about... Missy Elliott, I think she's from Virginia, and um, her and like all these other like aspiring hip hop artists from Virginia, like moved to Brooklyn and like shared an apartment. I'm like, oh, they're like comedians. Do you right. know what I mean? Like she, she like really, like worked for it. Do you know what I mean? And, like she, and she's unique. You oh, know? for sure. I, I, and she, she's just great overall. Yeah. Um, th- this is another like kind of sexy summer track. Per usual, about half of our playlist you could also put on your sex playlist. That's how we do. Look, if you're not using your music to fuck with, I don't really know. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, what are you doing? There's a guy just the guy just licking a blunt shut right in front of that. Hell yeah, I love Toledo. Oh yeah, so there's. We're this... gonna move here, by the way. This is why we're really yeah. here. We're, we're we're scouting out a new life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most vibrant businesses in Toledo are a Taco Bell and um, a Marathon gas station, I believe. Right? Yeah. <laughs> They sell thousands of dollars in blunt wraps a week. Oh, you know what? When I worked for the newspaper, I did a ride-along in this whole area because we're in the... Yeah, this is just... Okay, yeah. You don't know what? Stay on the main street. Stay on the main street. Oh, man. All right. That's just going to take you through campus. Yeah. So this is this is where you got your master's degree. Right? Yeah, the University of Toledo. Let's if, uh, see. Listeners, you should know, Dave is very educated. I mean, I have a master's degree. Dave has a master's this degree. This is the south of campus area, so you're gonna make. You're from, uh, there was a great. So there was a church we just passed, and it had a it had a banner on it that said "New Friend Request?" question mark And then Jesus picture of Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> really, make a left. Make a left. I'll make a left. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is yeah. Love love this song. Uh, it's just yeah, just a good song. I don't think there's too much depth to it. Her voice is beautiful. She's a she's a good rapper. I think there's a few other SZA tracks I've. Well, I told you that story about when uh, Rachel McCartney was doing that show with me in Brooklyn, and uh, she's on stage. Rachel McCartney's a friend of ours. She's a very funny comedian, and. Um, Somebody was just blast, just started blasting that song right as she got on stage. She couldn't hear one word of her set. You just, what? I'm thinking, should we should we do another pee pause? Oh yeah, we we'll do a pause real quick. We're doing another pee pause. Uh, drug take back day. Do you see that sign? What is that? What is drug take back day? I don't. I can't even imagine what drug take back day is. We're gonna we're gonna take a pause and when we come back we're gonna let you know a little bit more about drug take back day. Oh. And we're gonna we're gonna play some more songs about pussy. Lots of songs about pussy. My almost, thing is like almost, malfunctioning. Almost, almost the rest of them. Dave's phone's malfunctioning, but that's okay because drug take back day we haven't missed it yet. It is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I think it's where the, oh you know what it probably is because there's a huge prescription painkiller epidemic here. Oh, right? yes. I think that's where you drop off all your like unused things. Oh, man. I wish it, I... Would, it would be a lot more effective if it was drug sellback day. Yeah, seriously. And it would, you just walk into a room of a bunch of drug dealers and they're like, yep, yeah, we will take your three-year-old hydrocodone. Yes, we will. Yeah, now that is a thing that people in Toledo could get behind. Paris. 
so this is Celebrity Reduction Prayer by Mellow Music Group. So Mellow Music Group is a uh, independent hip-hop label out of Arizona. Open Bike Eagle is on there, Odyssey. Is Milo on there? No. So I feel like Milo and Open Mike Eagle have done a lot of collabs. Yeah. They, they kind of, they sort of run in the same vein with me. Like they're, I group them together. Yeah. They're they're doing a lot of like really thinky thinky rap. Yeah. Well, and um, yeah, I'm sure they've done songs together. Now I can't name any other that in my head. Which uh, which open my Eagle album is this? Well, this is off of the Mellow Music Group album. Oh, okay. So this is like the whole the whole group's like release. Yeah, I'm trying to get it to <coughs> Mike Eagle, Odyssey, and Persona are the three rappers on this song. Okay, sweet. I, uh, I really like Open Mike Eagle. Um, he's got a few other songs I'm, I'm super into. He uh, raps a lot about scenes, which I think is why I appreciate him. He's got a whole album where he talks a lot about like the dark comedy, like about like Open Mike comedy. He talks about comedy a lot. He mentions Joe Rogan in the song. He once called himself uh, Mark Marin with Dark Parents. Yeah, he's, he's got a weird thing he, he raps a lot about. And I, I kind of uh, open mic to me. I think even that's a little bit of an homage to comedy. Like, his, yeah. uh, his rap name to the open mic eagle thing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a pretty funny guy. I've heard him on some podcasts. It's pretty funny. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I, I should definitely actually check him out. Um, yeah, he, uh, he, he lives in L.A. He got into rap. He got actually... I think he actually got into, like, the Hellfire Club people, the people that, uh, uh, uh Bus Driver was in, in L.A., because he did City, he did City here in L.A., like, uh, Bill Gifford's this guy we know that, which I think is really funny. That's funny. Yeah, so, he, um, yeah, he's, I, I know he's been on some tracks with Bus Driver, too. That's why I think, I've, I've got a, I've got a suspicion that cannot be confirmed, but... I, I, I shoot from the heart, you know. I know, I know you, you shoot from the heart. <laughs> I think uh, him and Milo ran together when he was in Chicago, though, and I think Bus Driver. They ran Driver. together like they were in a stick-up crew? Yeah, I, I feel like they, they kind of crewed up right. a little bit. Uh, well, we can neither confirm nor deny. If you can't be reminded. This is a fun track. Yeah. It's another good chillin', driving. This is a good open road song, you know? I feel it, I dig it, I like it. Yeah, now... One great thing to do on the open road, I think, is, uh, you know, the best part of driving by yourself is you roll down the windows, you're in, like, you know, a neighborhood, and you're just blasting, like, a real heavy song. So that last song on our playlist, that's, it's one of those songs. Oh, I, I love, I love this track that we're gonna be ending with, and I really don't even feel too much for this artist. Yeah. Um, he kept two rock and roll musicians from killing themselves. See, that's crazy to me. Wait, no, it was Scott Stapp, and then I think the other person was just a rando. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Let's, can we, can we talk a little bit about this? I, I feel yeah, like what about, super fast. Yeah, so we're talking about T.I. T.I.? Uh, A.K.A. Cliff Harris, A.K.A. T.I.P., A.K.A. King of the South. Um, I will say that... Uh, T.I., for whatever reason, strangely, uh, has stopped two people from jumping off of buildings. Which means he must be a really good guy. 
Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he married an obese woman, so he must have a lot of character. Oh, damn. Wait, who did he marry that's obese? Tiny. Her name is Tiny. Her name is Tiny. Yeah, can you pull up a pic for me? Yeah, I'll pull up a pic for you. Um, this is like an amazing pump-up jam, roll up, roll down the windows, and cruise jam. This is going to definitely be going on my labor playlist. You know what I mean? It's going to weird the doctors out for sure, but we're definitely... Yeah, Tiny, uh, she's not obese. She's, she's big. She's got kind of a strange face. Looks like she's lost some weight. She obviously used... Oh, yeah. Well, the, okay, the weird thing was what that T.I. and Tiny, uh, offered to pay, uh, uh, who was it? One of the, um... Black China or whatever, the one that was married to the Kardashian, they offered to pay her to have a threesome with them. Oh, really? Yeah, T.I. and Tiny like the party. I can't actually put any shade on Tiny. Yeah, hey, you leave Tiny out of this. Because she seems like a pretty cool wife, all things Yeah, considered. hey, that's a, that's a pretty cool move. You, yeah. you leave her alone. Yeah, I was just trying to make a cheap joke, but in, in, in all seriousness... Yeah, is a lot of times. I think he's kind of like the new Jay Z. He's a good rapper, but so what? Uh, but he's attached to. He's been. He's made a, a bunch of songs that I, I think are just. I love them. I think they're fantastic. Album King, the album King. I'd say three quarters of that album is awesome. Just banger. Fucking. You got subs in your car, windows down, shit. You know, top top back. I mean, holy shit, top back is the blasting it out of your car and the bring him out. That's not on King, but that's a fucking dope best sign. Oh, bring him out, super dope. Uh, he's, you know, yeah, he's got real some really good pump up jams. And as we basically are like approach Michigan and Detroit, as we get ready to kind of like go into the last stretch of uh, me growing this child inside. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this was like a good track to so just kind of dip out on. So let, let's play it. We're gonna listen to the whole damn thing in the car too. I'm excited. So this is Illy. Never have to sell a brick again. Must I tell a bitch again? The bullshit I'm addressing. Check up on some next level shit. Never been fucked in the game. I'm celibate. Rarely out my element. Barely out the ghetto with. One foot out and one foot in. Intelligent as fellas get. Listen, let's settle this. Be clear. I can fall back. Tell me I'm still in. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.